Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am not your host, Eli, playing Doc. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing Rawl. And I'm Jason, and I am all these other crazy people in this world. <laughs> and I think we were about to commit crimes? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this particular episode is sponsored by Douche Wolf. Don't be a douche. Douche. <laughs> or else the wolf will haunt you. <laughs> and you will be very sad and disappointed. <laughs> but yeah, you were about to break into... Uh, the douche, Lord Clarence Chadwick's estate, who's not an actual lord, he just paid for the title. Um, I hate him even more. God, he's such Along a with dick. two of the cabbagemen's cabbagemen, or two of the gardener's cabbagemen, <laughs> and uh, Chadwick's former secretary, Eric Svarn, <laughs> who is an elderly kobold woman who is uh, really excited to finally vent all of her frustration at her former boss. I'm so excited. Because she hates him. Because he's yeah. kind of a racist. Ugh, even worse. Not Eat against her, but she just... Just in as, general? As, yeah, well, she doesn't appreciate. Probably she has crazy. She has tiefling friends, dang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what's what's the plan here? I know you're going to have the, the cabbageman distract, but... Well, if they're distracting, then she could actually, you know, get... Like, she'll, she probably knows the layout of the house better. Yeah, she she knows it very well. Yeah, so I mean, she could get us in, and it would look kind of like, I don't know, I guess it would look like we were just following her or whatever. I'm not sure. Okay, so you were all following behind Eric's, and she just walks up to the front gate, pulls out the small stone, and just waves it in front of the gate, and it and opens up, and she keeps on walking. And there are these two guards there, and they, they do notice the cabbage men, and they're like, Eric's, <laughs> what are you doing with... These riffraff. And she's like, don't you recognize the two adventurers that's our boss? And she says with quotations, hired just a day ago. Yeah, we're supposed to be here. Eight persuasion. (laughs) They're kind of looking like, look, I'm not paid enough to question. (laughs) And they open the doors for you. You head on in. (laughs) And uh, you're just... In this massive estate, you're currently in that um, sort of uh, meeting area where the secretary desk is. It's like, hold on, I gotta grab my papers first. And she goes and starts collecting all of her things. Um, while she's doing that, is there anything else you guys are doing? Um, there's basically a door to your left and a door to your right. And then there's a door straight ahead, which you do remember that is where uh, Chadwick came from initially. Mm, I feel like Raw would like wander off a little bit so i don't think he'd go into the room that the guy came from but off to the left okay. and doc's just gonna follow Rawl. and yeah. david's gonna follow doc all right <laughs> little congo line <laughs> as you uh make stealth checks also all right what checks stealth, stealth. Oh, here we go. and oh god she doesn't have stealth okay five uh, well, she got a three, so it's yeah, like four going. is what you need to succeed. Oh, oh. So, ah. so Doc got a five. Okay, 
And Rob got a five too. David got a three. Just imagine David knocking something <laughs> over in the room. And Arix got a three. And I'm gonna use the great sword hired guards for the cabbage men. And so they, what did they get? They got a a four, and it didn't roll for the other one, so I'm guessing he got a four as well. So, right. uh, so I imagine hmm. David's just being a wolf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Eric's is just like, <laughs> just like her papers are are ruffling as she's trying to get them organized while she's walking. Just imagine Rawl just kind of like slinking around and looking for shiny stuff. <laughs> I and feel like David would just knock something I, off a table. Just I imagine big. I imagine that Doc isn't so much stealthing as he's doing that thing where nobody really pays attention to the person who looks like they're who acts like they're supposed to be there. <laughs> and well, like that's the thing is like you're just trying to be quiet as to not wake anybody up or disturb anyone because it is relatively late in the evening and. You you basically walk into what appears to be some sort of knickknack room, and it's filled with these like clay and bronze figurines, just like all lining in these display cases. And there's like this one guard that's like standing there at the very end of the room, and he's very clearly not paying attention. He's like half asleep. But as you walk in, he goes, oh, "I wasn't sleeping, Miss. I, I swear." Uh. Who are you all? Hi, I'm Doc. We're burglars. Damn are you it, hired or burglars? Doc. Like what? Are we? It, no. It, oh no. Okay, just gonna come out with We're it. We're here to. <laughs> Unless the next words out of Roll's mouth change things. <laughs> like Roll would just be like, "Yeah, Chadwick's a dick." <laughs> All Ralph says I don't really is, know what else to "Yeah, say Chadwick's a dick." <laughs> and he kind of, the guard kind of shrugs and like, "Yeah, yeah, he kind of is." Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes him, other than a very few group of people. Just, all right, man. You see it like we do. That's cool. Just, like, just don't tell him I was <laughs> sleeping out on of the job. Room. You'll, uh, I'll, I'll get a poor performance review. I mean, I could punch you in the face, yeah. and then you can pretend like we overpowered you. Nah, I think I'll just go back to sleep. All right. That sounds like a lot of pain and a lot of work. Yeah, it would hurt real bad. And uh, he tries to go back to sleep. And uh, and uh, actually, as he's pretending to go back to sleep, Eric just kind of looks at her, at him and goes, "Sleep." And she just reaches out with with her quarterstaff, and you see this soft pulse of this greenish. Oh, what's the color? Like teal, almost like teal. Mm-hmm. Uh, energy emanates from the top of her staff and the guard's like what are you what are you and he just like falls fast asleep that is a nice trick are there any cool like animal clay figurines in this room oh oh, sure make a i'm gonna make a notice roll for a bear oh my god that's an 11 you find a gorgeously crafted i want to say it's this dark oaken um bear figurine that's about, uh, let's say, one uh, sixty fourth scale. Oh, cool! I'm gonna pick it up. So it's it's about maybe a foot tall tops. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this. Okay. <laughs> you add 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 fine bear figurine to your stuff. I I to love my it. lack of possessions. <laughs> yes. 
while you're doing that, I'm going to do this. I have not actually statted out her slumber spell yet. And he's going to try and sleep, so he's not going to do that. And then... I feel like Raw would try and, if there's anything shiny in the room, would want to get it to see if he could actually sell it on the streets. There's a lot of shiny things, but they are behind glass. You are impulsive. Yeah, this is going to happen. I will say that the bear was out in the open because it was not shiny, but all of the shiny things made of metal are behind glass. All right, this well, is going to happen. You do have thievery. Yeah, it's so going to happen. Just be like, you do that, that thing where you put your claws right on it and twist them. Yes, I was just, yep, I was literally just thinking that. Make a little hole to get it. All right, make a thievery check All and right. then a notice roll. Oh, wait a minute. And then notice? Yep. All right, so I got a awesome. five thievery. And, no, no. Uh, no, you oh, got an 11. 11. Oh, sweet. It, I got 11 on both. So, yeah. Because for Savage Worlds, for those of you who have not played it yet, you have your regular die, your skill die, and you have a wild die because you're chosen by fate. And whatever is higher is what you roll with. So I'm so excited. Uh, you find what appears to be this uh, about the same scale uh, figurine made of uh, jade, oh. but parts of it have been plated in gold. Oh my god! And it's basically uh, no, not gold, platinum. Uh, and it's basically this sort of how to describe it. You know what? Knowing this guy and his tastes, it's just the in the shape of a wine glass. That's awesome. And it's like the like the like a half full wine glass, and like what's supposed to be the wine is the platinum, and everything else is the jade. Oh, that's so cool! And uh, add add a uh, wine glass ex- expensive wine glass totem token, Where or expensive I... wine glass knickknack or something. Where do I put it? Like um, at the bottom of you... your character sheet, you'll see yeah. gear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you would put it with um, stashed because you're not wearing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, here we go. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's that's some fancy things. You might actually walk out of this with some money. Hey, Eric's, did you want something? Uh, she just kind of looks around and she's like, sure. She'll make a notice roll to see if she finds anything that she actually wants. <laughs> what about David? Uh... Don't be silly. David doesn't have hands. Oh, she got a 14. <laughs> um, so she reaches through the same hole that Rawl made and she pulls out uh, a uh, a platinum and gold dragon figurine. Um, oh, that's she, cool. She tucks it. This will add to my collection, and it, it, and you get the the sense that this is supposed to represent um, Baron, and she adds mm. it to her pack. Cool. Well, I guess we have to make new stealth checks now. Y- yep. Oh. <laughs> well, because right. you just broke stealth to grab things. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The doc got a three. Oh God, I got a three too. Oh no. Holy shit, David got a twelve. <laughs> David just <laughs> vanishes into the shadows. <laughs> He just looks right at Eric and goes, shh, and sinks down into his own shadow. Ah, no, it's not Eric. Eric is an evil god, got null god thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Just call her Ari. I don't know. Oh, Arx. Sorry. No, I I wrote it down wrong in my notes. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna take the X off her name, so she's now Ari to make it less more distinctive. <laughs> I like that from the thing that was evil that we almost anyway. Different game. You'll have to listen to the main podcast and know what happened there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I like to imagine that Doc goes, Oh, wow! Look at that little rabbit! And he just punches a hole in the glass and then grabs it. <laughs> you, didn't critically, you didn't critically fail. Oh, that's true. I just bump into something and something falls down. Uh, and she does not have stealth. 
But for someone who doesn't have stealth, she got a seven. Oh my gosh. Uh, And then I need a roll for the guards, because they're guards. Oh god. (laughs) Or the the cabbage men who are masquerading as guards right now. (laughs) Doc knocks something over and Rawl yells at him. Yeah, that's about how it will go. Aren't you being quiet, Doc? Oh, cool. So the one guard, like the one cabbage man, just like ruffles his cloak a little bit and he just becomes invisible. <laughs> and the other guy is just like, I don't I don't have that cloak. Uh, I guess I'll just squat down here. And he goes into like the stereotypical <laughs> like like main character stealth mode. And he just like starts crouching. But it's he has very poor form. He's clearly only ever read stories of this kind of thing. It's like Kronk uh, from Emperor's New Groove. Or, like, literally any uh, third-person <laughs> RPG where you just crouch and it's just like, I'm magically stealth now, you can't oh. see me. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> buddy, that ain't how it works. Yep. <laughs> and because of several people's excellent stealth rolls, <laughs> that kind of offsets the failures there. Um, <laughs> so you open the door to the next room. and uh, Well, wait, does it offset the failure, or do we just ruin their stealth rolls? Um... Well, let me count. So let me see. Uh, so that's one failure, one success with a raise. So that'll be two. And then a success. And then a success with a raise. And then a failure. And then a failure. I would say yes, it does offset it. Because there are more successes than failures. All right. When we, when we take raises into account. Basically, the one guard that's like invisible is like, no, this is how you do it. Um, and you basically go through down this one narrow corridor when you end up making a right and there's this very fine door with three locks on it. Uh, there's a conventional padlock. There is the regular lock on the doorknob. And then there's just what appears to be some s- form of like bar, but that's been broken long ago. Hmm. So would Ari have like keys to something like that she has it's a question <laughs> i imagine not if this guy's kind of racist i'm yeah, going true. to see if she would have persuaded him so this is no all right so can i use my thievery and to she try actually and yeah oh, sorry, I, I, as you ask her if she has the key she's like no, I tried to convince uh, Master Chadwick when Master Chadwick bleh, Lord, and she says it all, you know, condescending, <laughs> Chadwick to give me the keys to his most prized possessions but he said that I wasn't worth the risk even though I insisted that I could beef up the security quite nicely. Yeah. Oh well, well uh, his is the loss. Alright. Uh, can I use thievery to try and pick these locks? Yes. Yes. Please be good. Damn it. <laughs> uh, three. Well, you don't break your lock pick, but you tried and fiddle with a padlock, and it just it goes. And this this is a door, right? Yeah, this is a regular wooden door. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I kick it. Make a strength I gotta, check. I got a. I got a five. Mm, no. <laughs> you, you hear the cracking of splinters and a shout from the other side. Who goes there? Oh. Hold on. And then I kind of take a step back and then shove my shoulder into it with a six. <laughs> it splinters again, and he's just like, gods, gods, down here. Sorry, I, I'm normally in better form than this, and I try again. 
13. Oh, God. And you come smashing through the door with one final heave. You take about mm, 10 to 15 steps back and then charge at the door, slam into it with all your might. You're fairly certain you have a bruise now (laughs) as the padlock around the door snaps open. Its tumbler's totally just destroyed by the, the, the force of it coming undone. And the main door lock, it, it wasn't deadbolted, so it's just broken. <laughs> and God. as you come charging on in, you actually end up running uh, about five feet into this room extra that you were not expecting to do. <laughs> and there's this nice fine table with this single diamond about, oh, again, the size of a fist. That's very <sighs> finely cut. This is worth about a thousand gold on its own. Hey, Raul, I found it. And standing there, beat red in the face, disheveled, very, very afraid, is Lord Chadwick. And about four guards behind him. Hi! We're gonna take that. And as he looks at you all, goes, You! Ari? (laughs) He's like, yeah, you should have given me the keys to the room. I could have, like... Put in some kind of magical reinforcement there, or I don't know, maybe a fireball trap, or I don't know, something. I could have done something. Man, that would have killed me. Yeah, it, it would have. Uh, but, uh, oh well, bygones be bygones. And she readies a spell. And with that, we are going to do initiative, yes. which I realize that you do not have the macros. Oh, so there yeah. it is. When you click on it, it should um, have an option to draw for initiative uh deal for one card to uh all players uh oh no because i have to do this hold on you're right but i have to do this uh so Brawl is 100 percent brandishing his knife <laughs> thankfully i've done this before so i remember how this works Thankfully, I have experience in Roll20 trying to run Savage Worlds. Otherwise, this would be a mess. Nice. Um, let's get her uh, token. I need her token, please. Uh, it's so cute. That's not what I meant to do. And <laughs> uh, now I can't seem to delete it, so it's just there now. <laughs> um, we'll fix that later. Oh, it's just permanently stuck on my screen. What, the cards? No. No. Oh her it's not on my screen i know not on mine either. <laughs> this is weird <laughs> that is weird. uh i just have a giant cobalt on my screen for some reason <laughs> okay um i'd say just put the token down again and then oh there i see it now yeah. well i still have a giant cobalt on my screen but i'll fix that later <laughs> and then She's i so also need to add a turn for uh clarence chadwick the massive douche <laughs> Come on, come on, go to, there we go, <laughs> stubborn bastard. <laughs> and. Is that the cabbage man? Yes. <laughs> and then, actually, no, this is crossbows. This is going to be with him. So actually, oh man, it's right in the middle of my screen. Okay, hold on. I'm going to move you guys on the map so I can kind of get a setup of where you guys all are. And the reason why I'm moving you where you are is because the giant kobold is like right in front of me. Uh, Chadwick's here, guard is there, other guard is here, and then he has his own guardsman, which there's going to be one here, 
and just this slightly and then one of them is going to be there all right and then of course because i actually don't have a separate picture for them but i have a lot of pictures in reserve so i will do there we go so dagrid will be here which will be your cabbageman number one and this will be cabbageman number two and then i should be able to they're going to act on my initiative order, so they're going to act when uh, Ari does. And the guards are going to act on this guy's turn. Okay. Would you like one of us to direct? Just, like, um, tell you what they're doing? Sure. Because they're they're just um, standard men with greatswords. They don't really have anything fancy. So that'll work. And I should be able to now deal cards to turn order items. And I should be able to set this by uh, by suit. There we go. So Doc is actually going first. All right. Well, I'm going to walk up to the diamond and like try and take the case. Is Does it have like a glass case around it? There is a glass case around it. Uh, the case <laughs> appears to be bolted to the table, but it is glass. Is there something nearby I can pick up and just break the glass with? Sure. There's like a heavy book sitting on the table. All right. I just pick it up and shatter the glass. Okay. <laughs> that has been done. The glass is shattered. <laughs> And if I can still do it this turn, I'm just going to grab the diamond. Um, sure, but that'll take your turn. That'll be your entire turn. Okay. I'll say. All right. And then it is Ari's turn, and she is going to move up right behind you, right beside you, and she's going to look at them all and just go, ah, you really should have paid me more. And she's going to cast a spell. I'm going to do slumber, so... I need her to make a spellcasting roll. And she tries to make everybody in the room go to sleep. And she rolled a 14. That's going to be really hard for them to beat. So that's going to be at a minus two. And she did spend two, three, four, five, six. So she spent six power points. So she has 14 left. And I need to make a spirit roll. <laughs> you do. And she just like reaches out with a quarter staff again. And you see that same tealish green energy emanate throughout the room and yeah. as it does it sort of explodes in this uh burst right behind and actually because i knew these were a thing a while ago and you just now are like discovered them but i know that they've existed for some time now whatever hipster bam oh, that's cool bam did you see it eli mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh but let me go and roll for them is there a better way to do this other than going back to their character sheets, Eli? No. Cool. In that yeah. case, I'm going <laughs> to minimize all their character sheets so I have access to this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's her. That's them. Uh, let's see. And I need uh, Chadwick. Since all of the guards have the exact same stats, the only difference is the weaponry they have on hand. So that's not that big of a deal. Uh, he is going to make two spirit rolls. Oh. Actually, I'll make four spirit rolls. They are failing. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. This is two, three, four. Hmm. Well, one of them succeeds. <laughs> and then the Chadmeister himself. Let's see. Which is great, because he's going to run away, because he's a coward. <laughs> um. So this is what happens. She reaches out. You see the burst of energy. She says sleep. And immediately... Chadwick just falls asleep. Uh, there is a token thing for this. I'll do that for sleep. 
<laughs> and that guy, and uh, that guy, and that guy. And immediately you see Chadwick just kind of slumps over on the table, starts snoring, and you see two of the guards with crossbows do the same, and one of the men with great swords behind him starts to like lean on his sword and falls over. And that is her turn. It is now <laughs> David's turn. Yes. Well, David's going to act on instinct, and he's going to move right here. Hmm. <laughs> and David's going to bite him. All right, make a fighting roll. Uh, he got a six fighting roll. Which hits. Yay. And he mm. did nine damage. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> Actually, he is shaken, because he does have some armor. He is somewhat tough. But he is he is not doing great. So basically, David runs up and begins biting his arm, but the, like the leather protects it from biting all the way to his hand, and it just like shakes it around a little bit before pulling back and letting go. And there's this loud rip noise, and you can see a little bit of blood in his arm, and he's like, "Crap!" Don't. And uh, that's uh, that's that. <laughs> he's asleep, so he's gonna make a spirit roll. <laughs> see if he can wake up. But he's got to get a fourteen or higher. Actually, no, he's got to get a an eight. He's got to get a success. Uh, so, uh, spirit. But no, he is fast asleep because he's not very spirited. Because as I said, he's a coward. <laughs> Raul. Um, oh, hold so... on. Sorry. My bad. This guardsman's going to attack David because they act on his turn. So, with that in mind, and this should be the... No, that's the crossbow. I want the regular guy. He is going to attempt to attack... Well, actually... He has to become unshaken first. So, spirit. He is unshaken. Actually, he doesn't get a wild die because he's not an he's not a wild card. Which That's means true. It's the, which means it's the D six. Which means he is still shaken. <laughs> and he cannot move. And so now it is Rawl's turn. Okay. So, um, I'm going to ask Doc he's something. Too are he's we too scared. are we trying to get this out of the room quickly, the diamond, or? I mean, Doc doesn't after? seem to be in a hurry. Okay. Well, I think what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to go up and stab this guy with my knife. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, uh, despite being shaken, he does still have a decent enough instinct and he manages to block. He doesn't really block your knife so much as he goes and like dives away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you do not manage to stick him with the knife. Dang it. And it is Doc's turn again. All right. Hey, you leave David alone. I'm going to move right here, and I'm going to attempt to take his sword away from him. Okay. Make a... (laughs) It's a... uh, I think it's opposed fighting checks, actually. Yeah, that'll work. Make a fighting roll. Oh, no. Hold on. Because there's a couple different ways to do it. One is opposed fighting rolls. One is I make a fighting roll, and then I roll, you know, in quotes, damage. And then he makes a, like, agility or strength or something where my damage is the target number, but... I think straight fighting would be the less complicated way of doing it. Yeah. So, make a fighting check. I'm gonna spend a Benny. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, he still fails. Yeah. Because he got a four and you get a five on the wild die. So you're like, hey, don't hurt David, and you step up to him, grab his, his sword, and yank it away from him, and he's just like... And with the force of it, he actually... St- you actually pull him forward a little bit and he's just like, ah. and he's like looking between the dog that's trying to, to maul him 
the man that has just taken his sword and the raccoon thing trying to stab him. <laughs> and he is not liking his odds as everybody else around him is asleep. <laughs> and uh, Rx is just gonna do nothing because she's already made them go to sleep. So she's gonna keep on focusing on that spell. And David turn. All right, uh, David's- oh, while the while the two cabbage men are just standing there watching this whole thing happen. I think they're very confused. I would say yes. <laughs> yes, I think they would be too. David bites him again, okay. but he only got a four. Yeah, that misses. He's a little too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chad Meister is going to try not to stay asleep, wake up. <laughs> well... I, that's a rules question is what that is. Let me see if that's actually enough. Because she did get a raise. <laughs> yeah, if she got, got a raise, a... then he might have like a minus two or something. Yeah, I think that's what it is, which would make it even. So she does, <clears throat> he does technically wake up. Um, however, upon waking up, he is going to immediately move out of the room and flee. And because he has an ability, uh, actually, I'm gonna run a run. I'm gonna roll a running die for him to see how far he gets. He gets 12 inches, so he gets well out of the battle map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put him down here because he's he's gone. And even if David wanted to take a a fleeting bite at him, he has improved extraction, so none of you get to hit him as he runs, leaving his men to possibly die. Yeah. That coward. Um, and actually, I can roll spirit for these guys as well. One, two, he's awake. He's asleep. He's asleep. With that, this guy wakes up, and as he wakes up, he sees Chadwick run away, and he's like, protect the boss, and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and that is their turn. It's now Raul. All right. Rawl's going to try and stab that guy again. Um, okay. He is technically an unarmed defender at this point, and I don't remember the rules for that. Uh, uh, I've got the PDF up. I can just Google it. Okay. Because, well, what if... Mm, it depends on how much it, it negates his parry. There we go. Oh, page 109. Why are you Doc, being unhelpful? Doc has stolen his sword. Yeah, baby. Wait, 109. Unarmed defender. Uh, an attacker armed with a melee weapon adds plus two to his fighting attacks if his foe has no weapon or shield. So that would make it a six, which mm-hmm. does it's meter hit. beat. That hits. Okay, so then you roll for damage. Four damage, Four. unfortunately, does not hurt him, though. Sad day. Wait, why does that have bonus damage? Uh, it automatically rolls bonus damage in case you got a raise. I don't uh, know okay. why it's set up that way, but I can I know why it's part of the settings and stuff, but that's fine how it is. Um, you go to jab him, but it sinks into his leather co- long coat and it doesn't manage to get anywhere lethal. Mm-hmm. You get a you get a tiny little puncture, but it's not enough to really <coughs> hurt him that much. I feel like Raw would just be growling at this point. And it is Doc again. Uh, I just toss the. Uh... The, the great sword away because I'm not actually strong enough to use it. Oh, okay. It needs a D10 strength. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to punch him. Does a 10 hit? Yes. Is it a raise? <laughs> With him being unarmed? Yes. Yeah. Alright, hold on. Actually, <laughs> actually it would have anyway because it's, it's 5. Mm. So 
Oh man, I keep on getting his toughness and his parry mixed up. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna roll. Yeah, I'll just consider that the extra damage. Yeah, he only got a four. Yeah, you you punch him, but it you give him a black eye. Not not much else. Damn. And Eric's is going to disappear. Ooh. Uh, so I need to roll for this to see. Button behavior, skill only, skill, spell casting. As she casts invisibility on herself. Um, she does not get a raise, but she does succeed. So she just disappears. All right. Yeah, she left us? <laughs> as far as you can tell, but you can you can hear the sound of kobold footsteps chasing after Chadwick. Ah, oh, yes. So, <laughs> she's considered out of the combat. Uh, and I guess Doc would look at the, those two guys and go, hey, you guys should probably go grab him. And how many how many rounds has it been? Uh, I've gone three times. Okay, so you got two more rounds before they wake up, unless they succeed. Uh, all right, so they will uh, begin moving into the room and trying to get to him. The two the two cabbage men begin running past. One of them almost invisible. The other one just kind of like <gasps> <laughs> never did this much cardio. And the other guy looks at him and goes. Dude, we do parkour on the rooftops. Where have you been? <laughs> Nerd. And it's David's turn. Uh, David's going to keep biting this guy now that he doesn't have a weapon that is a seven to hit. Ah. Or yeah. eight, actually. But yeah, that's that's a hit. Uh, eight damage. Um, That shakes him, and he's already shaken, and he is a wild card. So you punch him right in the side of the temple, and he is unconscious. Or David bites at him. and David bites at him, and he is unconscious. <laughs> All right, David, stop playing. And I will do, uh, what's a good one? Yeah, that works. He's basically, he is out of the combat. And with that, um, see if these two wake up. And if they do, whether or not they surrender. Because they did not, well, well, nope, they're not wild cards. They are still asleep. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Roel, uh, I believe you were next. All right. Can I attack the ones that are asleep? Um, you can. Uh, oh, wait a minute, there's... I can travel down here, and the other people that are running away, I can go after them, right? Uh, Chadwick's pretty fast, but you can attempt to, yeah. Yeah, let me not do that. I'm just gonna attack one of them that's asleep. <laughs> Alright, so, I'm gonna attack this one. I'm gonna stab him. No? Well, oh, yeah, let that me... hits him. Okay, cool. And then we'll... I got an eight. Oh, God. Uh, you got... Uh, I lost all my stuff. Give me one. Uh, I guard great sword character. Damn. Oh, an 11 with a hit was a raise, so actually you got a 12. Okay, so you got a 12, which means he is... Are you stabbing to kill or stabbing to uh, take out of the fight? I'm stabbing to kill. <laughs> well, Raul has just killed a man. <laughs> it's not the first time. As he is dead. Uh... All right. As he just shanks him right in the throat. And it's just hot. <laughs> everywhere. Bad. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, Doc. <laughs> hey, not cool. Let's just get out of here. Can we do that? Yeah, I mean, you have the gem. Oh. That's what you came for. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I had to attack <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, no, you don't All have to right. kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> came here for a robbery, not a murder. At least, I mean... as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Alright, well, it's time to go. <laughs> I 
didn't know we could roll out, or I would have said that. Okay. <laughs> well, you just you just leave because Chadwick's like in the depths of his estate somewhere. He's with running off to a safe room. Yeah, with one bodyguard and Ari following him because she knows all of his secrets. She knows how to pretty much get into anything. She just doesn't have the keys for it. <laughs> doesn't really matter. She's invisible right now anyway, so as long as she catches up, he could lock the safe room with her in it. <laughs> Gonna be bad for him. That would be amazing. <laughs> we just we just cut away from our characters to him just getting hit by a quarterstaff he can't see. <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly until he's unconscious then she just steals all of his things and leaves yes that is now headcan that is that has occurred that is now has happened off screen amazing well you walk out without much resistance (laughs) um you get like the one guard who was asleep is uh, up now and he's like ah that was a where's ari i don't know Uh, she kind of disappeared like in into thin air literally i mean he just shrugs Eh, oh well well, I'm still not going to stop you, so... All right. And All right, bye. And you continue to walk out, and you get to uh, where the guards were at the um, entrance of the home, and they look at you, and they're like, where's Ari? She uh, disappeared. Oh, I'm sure she's gone somewhere to find more papers. I mean, she's probably looking for I assume you've been that... rewarded appropriately? Uh, yes. Sure. Time to go. Good, then stay <laughs> out. <laughs> All right, you don't have to ask me twice. Let's go. And as you exit, the gate closes. All right. <laughs> and you have one very expensive gem and several knickknacks. Hey, you should probably hold on to this. <laughs> I can definitely handle that. And here's the question. You have a gem worth a thousand gold that may or may not be haunted. God, that's amazing. The choice is up to you. I mean, aren't we supposed to take it to Florence or whatever? I'm still that confused be... on what our goal there was. So, the, if you wanted to do the right thing and give it to him, there you go. If you just were like, I have this fancy gem now that I can sell. Rob like, would 100% do that, though. So, like, he, at least he is impulsive. Like, well, yeah. Well, so, yeah, because yeah, like, other the than doing the right thing. For... Yeah, other, other than doing the right thing. Uh, I don't. I don't think Doc understands what our actual goal was. <laughs> yeah. So the rumor was basically knowing that stealing that gem would uh, make Clarence very, very angry, and basically get one up over on him. Oh, roll, roll, really... roll. Yeah. What's up? What? Maybe we can ransom the gem to Florence. That's an idea. And make him buy the land. Promising not to build anything on it. That's an idea. This is a really good plan. Let's go do it. Yeah. This is what I was planning all along. No. <laughs> Isn't that right, <laughs> Mr. Bear? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, You're just holding the, the yeah. wooden bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Alright, I'll um, meet you at, at Florence's house later. I gotta go wash dishes. For anyone wondering, Doc All does right, not have yeah. a home and he does not have dishes. Hence okay. why I laughed. I'm gonna get some uh some grub at a place next door to Florence's in the dumpster. Okay. We got some great pasta. As Doc wanders back to the park, Raul goes to get uh, um food out of presumably Florence's dumpster. You arrive at his dumpster and in Talltown and 
Oh my god. There's caviar. There's fresh-ish fish. Well-seasoned. Uh, insert various other opulent and ridiculously fancy food here. There's probably like uh, some meat on a golden shish kebab. It's just been thrown out. So excited. This is... It is. This is fine cuisine. The most delicious garbage food you've ever eaten, but also the portions are the smallest as well. Well, Ross just like eating like a raccoon does like mouth open like and just eventually (laughs) eventually while you're doing this uh one of the cooks steps out back and sees you and goes get on get out of here scram (laughs) i mean ah. person can't tell whether he's looking at him or the the wall next to him because his lazy eyes just doing crazy things (laughs) he like scampers around to the front door that was a weird-looking raccoon. He walks back inside. <laughs> Top Doc hat there? and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doc something. is not here. Doc is in the park. Mm-hmm. Quote-unquote, oh, washing dishes. I thought he was going to meet me there. I'm going to meet you at Florence's well, Yeah, in the but morning. he's got to wash the dishes first. Oh, in the morning. Yeah. yeah, in the morning. You just happen to dine out at his place. Well. And you scamper around to the front gate, and there is no front gate. There's just a, a door and some stairs. Leading up to said door, and there's no guards up front either. I kind of want to wait for Doc, though. So okay, you I go... might just sleep under the stairs if there's a way to do that. Oh yeah. All right. You just you start sleeping under the foundations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You you have to fight. You're in the crawl the, space. Uh, <laughs> you have to fight with the ferrets for for room, but they leave I mean, you that's alone. Not... That's not hard. He just has to look at them and... They, they, they leave you alone for the most part. I'm terrified. There's, an op- there's a possum there that just kind of looks at you lazily as it comes I mean, back. Possums can be my friend. It's cool. And as a new day dawns over Thar, <laughs> you wake up to an opossum going to sleep. <laughs> so before Doc goes to Florence's, he's going to go to a pawn shop and get rid of this bear. All right, um... You can get about ten gold out of it. Ten gold? Hey, that doesn't it's... sound right. Now roll persuasion. I got a five. Fifteen? Yeah, that sounds like a more real number. Okay, there's just this, like, beer belly balding guy. It's like, okay, fine. And he gives you the fifteen gold. He takes nice. the figurine and he sets it up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I go meet uh, Rawl at the place. All right. Meet up Rawl, and you're like, <laughs> you can't see Rawl right now. It's it's it is currently um, one moment. It's a sunrise, just after sunrise, and while you hear the sound of a dock walking up, and like Rawl, Rawl responded, "I'm in the crawl space. Give me a minute. I just woke up." All right, and just go. Okay. He crawls out, just dirt all over him. Kind of brushes himself off a little bit, and he looks up and at Doc and's like, "All right, let's go. Uh, let's go sell this." Doc is currently still Sans shirt. Hmm. Uh, where'd your where'd your <laughs> he, shirt go, man? He left it at the at the cabbage patch. <laughs> <laughs> the gardener has a brand new shirt, several <laughs> sizes too big. God. <laughs> he can make a, a curtain out of that. Make a door. This is very true. Doc is very big. Uh, 
Rawls like, well, I would give you my shirt, but uh, it's decidedly too small. Let's uh, let's go around back and see if they got something uh hanging up out there. Okay, there. Okay, you uh, <laughs> you walk around to the backyard, and uh, the gate is locked. Uh, they have their garbage can just outside of where the actual yard is. Mm-hmm. And the fencing is about... How tall is Doc? He's six feet. The fencing is seven feet tall. Alright, I'm uh, just going to make an athletics to climb the fence. Okay. That's a four. As you go to climb the fence, the fence gets about a couple feet taller. Hey. Oh, wow. That doesn't make sense. And you end up having to stop because like the further up you climb the for the taller it gets and you can't quite catch up to it before it increases in height mm. uh all right well i guess we're gonna look in the dumpster to see if we can find a shirt for you to be presentable so we can sell this item yeah i just pick up pick up the trash can and dump it out <laughs> there is a lot of food waste and there is one soiled servant's uniform. Alright, I put on the shirt. And it it actually fits, surprisingly enough. Yeah. <laughs> How does it smell? Uh, it smells <laughs> like old food. Uh, and a little bit of pee. I mean, Doc hasn't bathed in a few weeks. It smells right. better than Doc. Yeah. Alright, well then we're gonna, we're gonna go back up to the front door. And do you knock or do you just open the door? <laughs> you just open the door. <laughs> All right, you just open the door. As you open the door, you see this long uh, corridor, almost like a like an entrance uh, room, and everything is sort of lit dimly by these um, candles that are enclosed in glass uh, that cast dim light through this room. And you can see ahead there is a a sort of grand entranceway with two spiraling staircases that lead up to a balcony and you see basically there's a doorway where the balcony is there's a doorway directly below the balcony and the whole balcony is actually being supported by these um, really fancy marble columns Um, and it basically goes marble obsidian marble obsidian marble obsidian holding up the balcony area and you can smell uh, food coming from your left and you can smell basically dusty tomes and parchments coming off to your right and there is a some sort of mechanism along the wall about maybe an inch or two with a little switch hmm. i feel like we all would want to know what the switch does so he's gonna walk up and flip it all right as you flip the switch all of the candles begin to glow brighter and you actually realize these aren't actual candles these are some sort of like if you've if you've been to the lightning rail or you've seen the lightning rail, they seem to be powered in a, in a some of some of a similar fashion, and the light brightens to a a well lit but cozy home. I feel like Raw would be like, "Hello, we found you your hear... wife," <laughs> and you hear all around you this booming, intimidating voice, almost crawling in your skull a little bit. <laughs> so have you now? Yep. Please. Approach. Oh my god. The the stairs or the kitchen? 
Yeah. The I, I stairs mean. to the balcony, please. Okay. I like my entrances dramatic. <laughs> I was really hoping that we could go to the kitchen, but all right, let's go. We can visit the kitchen later if you'd like. If what you say is true. I mean, all right. I'm not going to lie. I guess we go up to the balcony. This time. You, you walk up to the central corridor where the balcony is, and as you get into that area, the door opens above the balcony, and you see this man stride out, who looks, for the most part, uh, exactly like this. Um, so for the audience, he is a tiefling man with a fedora on his head, curly black hair that goes back. He is wearing a very nice tailored suit and tie. A little bit of a goatee. He has these sort of horns that curl like a ram up and forward. And he has this big uh, cigar in one of his hands that he's currently smoking as he pulls it away. He's like, sorry about that. Well, the gem. And he reaches out with one hand. Hi. May I see it? I, um, I need some sort of, like, promise that I will get payment for said thing. Oh, of course. You will be paid... The value of the gem, of course, as well as the true value of it, I suppose. A fraction of it, at least. Oh, wait, weren't we going to get him to, like, do a contract or something? This is true. I mean, that's what Doc says out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know how to phrase that. What would that. you design for this gem? Well, there are a bunch of people a few miles out of town, and that Chadley guy... Uh, that we stole the gem from wants to like kick him off their land. So like if you bought it and and signed an agreement with them to not kick them off, that would piss him off. Yeah. And he sort of grins at this. It's sort of a it, it's a very sincere grin, but it's it's almost unsettling. And I actually need to describe him a little bit more. You can see at this point because he he actually brightens the room a little bit, so it's, it's so you can see his hip very clearly you can kind of see the chains of this amulet that is tucked into his suit that you can't see and the area around him shadows kind of flicker vaguely and the lighting around him sort of flickers and dims just ever so slightly as he's standing in the room and uh, he just kind of looks at the all of you and goes well i could very easily arrange a purchase of the land and Make sure that they are protected. It wouldn't be that hard. Cool. All right. So, uh, were we... And he, he starts descending down the balcony to meet you guys actually face to face. Instead of, you know, standing imposingly over top of you like he does. <laughs> and as he strides down, he reaches out. I believe we haven't been formally introduced. Gerald P. Florence at your service. My name's Doc. I shake his hand. And that's David. Mm-hmm. And he, wow. he actually reaches down very gently to, like, scratch David behind the ears, if David will let him. Yeah. Okay, so he gets a good scratch. And as you speak, your breath turns to vapor around him. Like it's like it's real cold. Yeah, but it's not. But it's that same effect. Uh, okay. Doc just keeps well. going. <sighs> and, he, and, he, and he bends down and politely shakes Raul's hand as well. Rawls, like, wondering what kind of crazy magic this is. and Does he wonder aloud? Yes. Like, what is, what is, 
What is going on here? I made some mistakes in my youth, and I was cursed to pay the price. Shall leave it at that. All right. As long as it doesn't affect me, we're good. Oh, no, no, no. It just makes me seem way creepier than I really am. I'm actually a really nice guy. You just, seem uh, like it. I just made some, uh, you know, teenager-level mistakes. Oh, yeah, I, I know how that goes. One time really... I broke into this dam, right? And my friends and I were just going to graffiti the place, but we actually got a little out of hand, and the dam broke, and all these frogs died. That sounds so sad. Yeah, but we were at war with the frogs. It It was... Terrible. Oh, well, then, in that case, you achieved your victory, which is good. Didn't you, like, become their king or something? No, that was the mice. Nah. That's it was their prince. <laughs> at this point, he kind of looks at you almost, like, incredulously in awe. Like, these people are great. <laughs> <laughs> I can get all kinds of stories from these guys. <laughs> come, come, into the kitchen, into the kitchen. I'm sure you you're must be hungry. Yeah. Breakfast has not yet been served. Uh, yes. I haven't eaten since that duck this morning. And he, uh, he leads you into uh, the dining room. And um, with that, as negotiations are about to commence, because it has been an hour, that is the end of this particular episode. <gasps> We're in the P-Zone! As you, as you have met Lord <laughs> Gerald Florence, who legitimately is a lord. Yay! Oh, okay. I was more like a baron, but... Eh. Baron's a lord. Actually, a baron's a higher rank than a lord. Oh, well, then in that case, he's just a lord. He has secrets. And secrets. What oh, sponsors God. dost thou have? Uh, what? Well, if you write your dreams on a piece of paper and then burn it in a campfire, you'll be able to find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props, R-O-Y-A-L-L, and on Twitter at Royal Props. You don't have to do that type of sorcery to find me. You just have to use the internet. I am on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find me as a am. Oh my gosh, I just made this am cosplay queen on all those platforms. And uh, I've been your host. If you want to see more crazy shenanigans, uh, go and go and watch more. Dang it! And we have a Patreon, so go and do that thing too. Uh. And with that, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Yay. Good night. Yes, bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye.